0: Chinese class 101.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to ChineseClass101.com. This is the first in our All About Chinese series. This lesson is All About Chinese Lesson 1, the top five reasons to study Chinese. And I am Amber, your friendly neighborhood non-Chinese guide to everything Chinese. <laughs>
0: Hi, I'm Victor, and with Amber, I'll bear part of my Chinese soul with you in this lesson.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's right. This lesson is all about your home and native land, Victor.
0: Right, kind of yours too, Amber.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of more like a wannabe Chinese person, I think.
0: Yeah, so we'll let you be.
1: Yeah, but there's so many Chinese people already. Come on, Victor, can you really afford to add more honorary members? Well,
0: we do have so many already, so I guess one doesn't hurt. But I think it should. Be, there should be some kind of initiation rite of passage,
1: at least. Okay, yeah, I know, like eating chicken feet or something. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, well, there's no way I can get in if, that, <laughs> if that's what I have to do.
0: Well, unfortunately, you can speak Chinese, so you can impersonate a Chinese person anyway.
1: Yeah, and Chinese is such a beautiful language. I mean... Some of us, maybe we've heard it only in the context of like a crowded Chinese restaurant and we think it doesn't sound that soft or beautiful, but I think it's really a beautiful language.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's a really uh, beautiful language.
1: Yeah, and it has an ancient history and a very intriguing culture to match. We can definitely attest to that. Yeah. So today we're going to teach you all about Chinese. Obviously, you're interested in learning Chinese if you come to a Chinese language podcast. So, Victor, what is it about this language anyways? It's one of the world's most ancient languages that's still spoken today and survived through the ages.
0: Uh, yes, about one-fifth of the world's population, over one billion people speak Chinese. Yes,
1: and I looked it up, actually, it's approximately 1.176 billion speakers, which makes for a lot of good conversation, if you can learn.
0: Right, and Chinese is everywhere.
1: So tell me, Victor, where have you spoken Chinese in your life, besides China? You are from China.
0: Right. Uh, pretty much everywhere I have been, to be honest. I mean, I hear Chinese in any country that I've been to.
1: Yeah, and actually, one of the fun things about knowing Chinese, too, because you do hear it practically everywhere, doesn't matter if you're in Africa, you can find Chinese people. Canada, America, Europe, all over Europe. Yeah, I mean, my favorite thing was lately I, I overheard some Chinese people speaking Chinese, and they were in a store comparing which girl was the prettiest and <laughs> which girl was the ugliest. <laughs> Little did they know I was listening, and I was not the prettiest.
0: <laughs> well, Chinese immigrants are and visitors are really everywhere in the world. So it's a language that you don't even need to travel to use. Yes, another thing that we Chinese are very proud is the written language.
1: Yeah, which a lot of people feel it's somewhat of an art. But personally, I feel like it's so hard, that written language. Like, can't they make it a little easier? I mean, the Koreans did, the Japanese did.
0: (laughs) Right, they already kind of did. Traditional Chinese characters have gone through simplification measures over the years.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is true. A lot of the characters in simplified Chinese have a lot fewer strokes. There's two different kinds of characters in use today, actually. Traditional and simplified. depending where you are.
0: But you know that China is the only country in the world whose literature has been written in one language for more than 3,000 consecutive years. Whoa,
1: so when does that take us back to? About
0: 1200 BC.
1: Yeah, and so a lot of us that haven't been to China, our frame of reference for Chinese is maybe Chinese restaurants. Yeah, so what's amazing about that is that if you were at a restaurant 3,000 years ago, you would know what they were serving you by the characters. <laughs> right. Maybe not by what you saw in the blade, <laughs> but right. you could read the menu if there were such a thing 3,000 years ago.
0: Right. In the past, many people would communicate with written language as the regional dialects were very distinct and people couldn't understand each other.
1: Mm. So no wonder there's like tens of thousands of characters. There's a lot of things to write about, all that history.
0: Right, but please don't be scared off. Um, Though there are so many Chinese characters, when you learn the language, you'll find that there are only about 400 syllables or individual word sounds in Chinese.
1: Yeah. And what happens is, it sounds surprising to most people because they think of all these thousands of Chinese characters. But what happens is the Chinese words or syllables, each character will combine. And then these combined words are the words that form uh, thousands of other words. Now, on top of the 400 sounds of Chinese, you can also layer the four tones of Chinese. So that makes more words as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Chinese is very special, and it's its own class altogether.
1: And besides Mandarin Chinese, which most of us know is the language of China, there are also, how many dialects, Victor? There's like thousands of dialects, Right, there are a
0: lot, many, many.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so even if you go into China, into different, even different cities, towns even will have their own sort of version of a dialect.
0: Right, but most people in China speak Mandarin. So if if you're a beginner, uh, don't worry. As long as you learn the Mandarin, you'll be fine.
1: Yeah, it kind of unites everybody. Okay, so now we're going to hear about the motherland, Victor. You're our resident expert. You have to tell us all about the motherland.
0: Right. China and Chinese has about 5,000 years of history.
1: Yeah, and I have to say that that is probably one of the top five most common things that you'll hear a Chinese person say, like... You guys love bragging about that. Right, because
0: we're taught that in elementary school. On, ah. So from the day one, we're taught to be a Chinese. You should know your history. So it's, you know. But the
1: thing the is, I feel like it keeps getting longer. Like, do you guys exaggerate it a little? I thought the first time someone said it to me, they said 3,000 years. Then they said 4,000. Now it's up to 5,000. It's only been like three years. <laughs> I
0: think real civilization is about two to 3,000. but. Human history can be traced back to five thousand years. Okay,
1: Victor, there may yeah, be a I lot I think, of Chinese yeah. people up in arms yeah. from that <laughs> yeah. statement you was... just
0: made, but no, I'm still, <laughs> you know, I'm still very proud of Chinese. History, just trying to get the, the numbers right. You just want I to think. be an
1: exaggerator. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I think that you guys do definitely get bragging rights for that, no matter whether it was 3,000, 5,000. I mean, the culture is still very intact and very strong.
0: Yeah, and, you know, you know, for Chinese people really think that, uh, or they used to think they're really the center of the world.
1: So that's interesting because a lot of people, if you don't know what the word for China is, Victor, what is the word for China in Chinese? It's Zhongguo
0: and it literally means the central kingdom or the middle kingdom.
1: Yes, because Zhong means center or middle. Guo right. means country. The country, the nation, so like- <laughs> The center of the world. <laughs> so
0: here's a little story that I learned from uh, when I was in school in China is that the Forbidden City, the Royal Palace, was actually right in the center of the old Beijing city. Right. So geographical center. And the building where the emperor conducted the business was right in the middle of the palace. Yes. And his seat was right in the geographical center of that building.
1: Wow. So there's
0: a strong sense of, you know, things need to be where they need to be. So the emperor being the most important figure had the central position.
1: And China being the center of the world. Exactly. Things, I guess everything was as it should. They, <laughs>
0: right, I guess they, they kind of implied that they thought they were in the center of the world. but um, Well, that
1: explains a lot.
0: <laughs> they, I don't think they still think that anymore, but still, they're proud of their culture, definitely.
1: Yeah, and it gives a lot of insight into the reason for the nationalism of the Chinese people and their strong cultural identity. Because even Chinese people that move away from China Maybe they think, like, the Chinatown's the center of the (laughs) new city where they live, and so on and so on. But yeah, they really keep their culture intact. Yeah, definitely. Now, speaking of Chinese people being everywhere, uh, where is Chinese spoken besides China? Well, most people know. it's. We've talked about how we can hear it everywhere. So how about, Victor, for you? I mean, that probably leads to a lot of different accents. I know even myself, I'm not a native Chinese speaker, but I can hear as soon as someone opens their mouth, generally... You know, you can tell they're from somewhere. Can you tell the second you hear where they're from? Pretty much. Yeah, because a lot of these countries, you know, maybe they're second, third, or even fourth generation Chinese. And so they're influenced by maybe the local languages. The grammar pronunciation will evolve.
0: Right, definitely.
1: Now, what about within China? Well, within China, there is crazy variation in accent as well. You're from northern China, right, Victor? Right. Yeah. Okay, so um, what's the difference between the northern accent, say, and more southern accent? Is there uh, generalities here?
0: I think northern speakers uh, of Chinese curl their tongue a lot more. And so the sound is thicker and more resonant.
1: Can you give us an example of that? <laughs> like that in Beijing, people
0: here? say, You know, the R is like very famous Beijing signature sound. Yes,
1: Whereas in yeah. Shanghai, they would say, right? Right, right,
0: right? Like in Beijing, you probably say, Mei uh, sure. Yeah, the R sound in the end.
1: And but also this... the SH sound sounds a bit thicker for the Northern dialect and the zh sound. In Shanghai, it's a lot lighter, those sort of zh and no R sound. Well, you know, I first learned Chinese in Taiwan, and there is definitely an accent there as well, because the second I moved to the mainland, the second I opened my mouth to speak Chinese, people, I literally said two words, and people would be like, your Taiwan accent is so strong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I said was like, ni hao, and they're like... Oh, my God, you just came from Taiwan, didn't you? Yeah, it's very (laughs) distinct, definitely. Okay, now, we talked a bit before about there's two different forms of writing. So the mainland of China uses a simplified form of the Chinese characters.
0: And in Taiwan, they use the traditional form of written Chinese characters. Yeah, which have a lot more strokes. Right, exactly.
1: Another difference, too, is that in Taiwan, I notice there's different terms used for different things. Because, you know, in China, language has kind of evolved a little bit in the past 50 years. And um, there's a lot of new words because of the internet and things. So in this case, different areas, you also will maybe hear certain terminology is different. All right, Victor. So now we've gotten to the climax of this lovely podcast because we are going to learn the top five reasons to learn this wonderful language.
0: Right. We'll do it the David Letterman style. (laughs) Instead of 10, we'll just have five today.
1: (laughs) Okay. Let's start with number five. Top five reasons to learn this language. Chinese. Number five. Chinese is the language of nearly one quarter of the world's population. Speakers of Chinese are spread throughout the globe. There are Chinese people everywhere.
0: (laughs) At number four, unlike most languages, Chinese has a unique writing system which provides visual comprehensibility and is considered by some to be an R
1: form. By some. <laughs> some of us just hate writing. <laughs> we think it's a big hassle. <laughs> okay, number three. Chinese grammar is easy. You do not have to conjugate verbs. Yay,
0: that makes things a lot easier, that right? It can encompass for the writing
1: system. That could have been number one for me, <laughs> lazy student that I am.
0: Okay, so number two, when you learn Chinese, you also learn how the Chinese think. Logical, pragmatic, you're learning so much more than just a language. Plus, there's all that cool Tai Chi and Buddhist Zen stuff.
1: Just like you, Victor. I I too can become (laughs) logical and pragmatic, (laughs) promise. (laughs) (laughs) It is not a money-back guarantee, by the way. (laughs) And number one...
0: And the number one reason you should learn Chinese, Drum roll, please, you can get rich.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. really? Well, you know,
0: China right now has one of the, you know, fastest growing economy in the world. So with all these exchange with the West, there's a lot of opportunities for people who can speak uh, English and other languages and Chinese. So there's definitely a lot of opportunities in different fields.
1: There's so many interesting opportunities that can arise when you do do business with Chinese people, because you get to learn how the Chinese do business, which is fun. Involves a lot of drinking baijiu (laughs) (laughs) and singing karaoke. (laughs) Okay, this is big. Yeah, and you know, there are a lot of jobs too for people who speak Chinese, whether in China or outside of China. There's things like international relations, IT, tourism, education, translation, all that kind of stuff. Yay, that's great. So that about does it for our first All About Chinese lesson, the top five reasons to learn Chinese. Now, we're pretty sure the whole world's going to learn Chinese after listening to this podcast, because we know the whole world is probably listening to this podcast. (laughs) So make sure you visit us at the website.
0: ChineseClass101.com
1: You'll hear more of us, more Chinese lessons, and lots of chances to learn more Chinese and more about China. We'll see you next time on ChineseClass101.com
0: Bye. 再见.
1: 再见.